I'm Elijah. And I'm Ruby. And welcome to Rough Edges. Welcome to another episode of Rough Edges. I am Ruby and I am with... Elijah. And we also have a special guest today who is my mom. Hi. Who are you? What's your name? Uh, my name's Rachel Head. Um, and before we kick off today, I will say what we're doing. We, Mum's going to share her testimony of how she came to faith. Um, but it will give you like a few low-key questions, a little insight into Mum. So, Mum, do you have any interesting claim to fame? Well, I have one that's like my little one that you use in those icebreakers. Um, and... Um, yeah, so my biggest claim to fame really was when I was 17, I got um, pulled up onto the stage when um, at a Michael Jackson concert and I got to meet the man himself. Um, I had to um, go up and wait behind this massive big speaker. Um, I don't know if you know that song, She's Out of My Life, but oh, yeah. that when they always get a girl up, you've seen that on the videos. Um, yeah, well, I was that girl on one of those things back in the day. So that was my biggest claim to fame. And I got to have a little cuddle with Michael Jackson. <laughs> Not sure if that's a weird Not thing a now. Creepy, but <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's my um, my biggest claim to fame. So, Rachel, you've done many things within the creative industry, such as being an artist, a photographer and a rapper. We know you as the leader of Eastern Church Choir. So can you tell us a bit about yourself? And what are you doing now? Um, what I'm doing now? Okay. Um, well, now, um, well, the best job in the world, of course, is being a mum. Mm-hmm. And the most important job in the world is being a mama. So, yeah, I'm a mum to five kids. And I've got a little weeny, cute little grandson, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and who's well. your favourite child? Oh. <laughs> Moses, of course, it? it's you. <laughs> <laughs> you all heard that. Yeah, so, um, so what, and I've been doing a little bit of um bits and pieces over the years um and uh still done some photography stuff but I've mostly done some volunteering for a while with a charity which I now work for um which is um for women's health and it's um it's called maternity mates it's actually a project set up in east london to support um vulnerable women who um don't have any support or have a lack of support or have some sort of need of vulnerable in some way um and need extra support in their late stages of pregnancy um and labor so and and afterwards as well so we have we support women with newborns as well and uh, often those women are from black and um asian um fam- um backgrounds in the demographic graphic of this area so yeah so um we'd really help to support those groups of people and yeah lots of vulnerable women in different ways Some, sometimes it's mental health issues sometimes it's just homelessness or um they just haven't got any family that live nearby so yes yeah, so i'm now working for them and um, which i really love so it's great and cool. um, so we'll keep um straight into it how did you come to know jesus <clears throat> well so I came became a Christian I kind of grew up in a Christian home really I kind of went to Sunday school as a kid I remembered all the little bible stories growing up um um but then as a, a as a teenager I sort of grew up in a little Baptist church um <clears throat> excuse me um 
And as a teenager, I kind of wanted to do my own thing. Um, and I just really wanted to go out with my friends. And I went, used to go out at the weekends, go to clubs and dance and whatever, and um, parties and stuff. And um, I just started to think, oh, well, I'll come back to God when I've lived a bit, when I've seen the world and done my own thing. And um, but something happened to kind of stop me in my in my tracks, really, really unexpectedly, because um, yeah, I was 19. Um, I'll just tell you this, this little bit of a story. But uh, my dad, um, uh, w- he had been working out on the car. It was one Monday evening. I was still living at home. Uh, I was doing an art foundation course at the time. Um, uh, and I my dad came in and he uh, in the door and he 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 just looked really pale and he was like sweating and I just thought there's something wrong here this is not right and he literally came in he had been working out in the car had his big work overalls on and uh, he just literally lay down on the floor uh, where he was between the kitchen and the hallway and um, I knew something was not right I got my mum she came along and she she um she she called the doctor out and um um and then they the doctor came and she took my dad's pulse and it, basically it looked like my dad was having a heart attack. And um, so um, she called the ambulance and then she was on call. So she went off. And then while we were waiting for the ambulance to come, um, my dad stopped breathing. And um, my, just my mum and me there, my brother was upstairs. And so my mum tried to sort of resuscitate him. And then I went to call 999 and... Um, the ambulance it wasn't there yet so and then suddenly I saw these blue lights outside I ran out to get it to get them in and um they came in and they took over from my mum um trying to pump this oxygen pump this thing and my dad and took him off and took him off from the ambulance to hospital and um and it all happened just so quickly and I was just left there like reeling my mum went with my dad and I was just left there thinking what is going on I can't I felt really helpless, I think. I felt like I kind of wanted to call out to God, really. But, you know, I I felt really kind of small and I felt guilty. And I felt like, how can I call out to God? I've been been doing my own thing. I've not wanted to go anywhere near God. and, And I've just been living my own life and doing my own thing. And I felt guilty. But I remembered um, that a few years before, my mum, my family knew this person who went round and he would pray for people. He had like what you would call like a healing kind of ministry in them days. Um, and I thought to myself, if I can call this person, they will pray on my behalf. Um, and so I looked at my mum's um, phone book and a address book and I found this person's number and I called it. In my desperation, it was my last thing, trying to reach God really. And um uh, and I rang this number and it was just like beep it kind of like just that, that dead tone rang in my head like I was I was there there I was trying to trying to reach God really and pray ask God to help you know in this situation um felt really humbled I felt like there's somebody bigger than me who's calling the shots this is a life and death thing and, um, do you know, when I've heard that ringing in my head, I felt like I can't reach God. And you know what? I, I'd heard about Jesus dying on the cross 
years before and it didn't really mean much to me um until that moment till that point really I remember sort of the penny dropped for me really that I, I remember thinking I can't reach God but I knew that Jesus died so that I could come to God and um so I just literally in my desperation I ran outside threw my hands in the air it was dark it was like eight o'clock in the evening and I said here Jesus here's my life and I just threw my hands up literally physically and I kind of literally I was just desperate and I said I can't do this I can't do this threw my hands up in the air and I said Jesus here's my life and you know what this massive sense of relief came over me and I felt like everything I've done, everything, all the guilt, all the stuff I'd been doing and thinking and living, I felt like he took it away from me and he kind of lifted me up as it were and put me down a different person. And I kind of thought suddenly like, wow, my life is, that. that's it. That was a moment for me and uh, my life was never the same again after that point. Um, and the rest of that story is actually my sister came round and um, and I, you know, just threw my arms around her and said, oh, it's going to be all right, it's going to be all right. And actually she said, no, uh, it's not. Um, he's gone. And um, I've just come to see if you want to come and see him. So during this time, she'd gone to the hospital and actually my dad just had died. Um, and... It was just such a shock, really, because he wasn't ill. He didn't, like, drink, smoke or, you know, wasn't, have any health issues as far as we knew. And um, I was, he was 49 years old. It was completely out of the blue. And I was just so shocked. And so, yeah, just blown away, really, by it all. And I just, yeah, I just, and I went to, I went with her to the hospital. And I saw my dad there. And, um. Uh, kissed his forehead and he he's touched his hands he was a carpenter he was you know worked hard with his hands and I just touched him and I just thought um he's not there anymore you know my my dad actually did have a faith he, he believed in Jesus and um uh, I knew that this body that we have is just like a, a shell really and my dad wasn't there anymore and um do you know what though at that point my my life was changed and I I knew that I had surrendered my life to Jesus and I suddenly saw how I was living before and um and I remember thinking what the heck was I doing what am I doing I'm just doing what everyone else was doing and I you know trying to go out and do my thing you don't really know what you're doing <laughs> you're kind of just going along with everyone else I think it's the same these days and but I felt like I had, uh, I didn't really know myself and I felt like when I had that new start, I felt like Jesus gave me a new start. He took all my rubbish and he gave me his new life and I suddenly realised that I had a purpose then um, and my life was changed from that moment, really. Mm. That's incredible. Um, what has kept your belief going strong over the years? Um, yeah, so... I have to say, though, um, uh, so at the time, I was really into going out and music and clubbing and stuff and hip-hop music and stuff, and I just couldn't listen to that for a while. I just had to play 
worship music and I remember just blasting it in my mum's kitchen and trying to you know just I just kind of threw myself into God's arms really I felt like I gained I lost my earthly dad but I gained a heavenly father who is perfect and amazing and um, I knew that my life was changed and I had a purpose then and um, I so I wanted to just do that I just wanted to worship Jesus I wanted I just used to talk to Jesus um, and um, yeah I did struggle with reading my bible but then uh, another thing happened later on which is probably for another day but I got baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit and I met kind of the Holy Spirit which is Jesus basically with you all the time in a in a powerful way um a few months later but that's for another day but um yeah staying close being filled with the spirit keeping close to Jesus talking to him and and inviting him into every bit of your life you know involving him it, because I feel like Jesus is um the way he kind of gets you he's the one who brings you back into the relationship that you've been created for, which is with God the Father who made us and loves us and cares about us. Yeah, so staying close to Jesus, talking to him, being filled with the Spirit, getting truth out of the Bible all the time, you know, trying it's hard, it's not easy, but it's 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 life. He's life. Yeah, that's good. Um so where did your life go? After, like, <laughs> After that, yeah. Yeah, just um, briefly. Okay, yeah, I was a student in Brighton and I got thrown into an amazing church down there. Um, I got involved in a band, actually, yeah, became a little bit of a rapper in a band, which was really fun at the time and did various things. I did a bit of photography, I met Tom uh, um, and we got married just after I finished um, that, I finished my uni course and um yeah and then we moved to London and we've been in East London since then which is like a good 20 years or so more than that yeah and I had all my kids here so I've got my all my kids are born in the East End huh five kids I've already said that haven't I yeah probably yeah five and a little lovely grandson so yeah so do you have any to like conclude or give any advice or whatever if people could take away a couple of points what do you have for younger people around the same age yeah um I think it's it's really hard man I think everything like you had the podcast last week of social media um and everyone is kind of like showing what they want you to see and it do you know what it's it's just a front and um everyone has a front some people have got a better one than others and it's it's the whole thing of trying to be something trying to be somebody trying to be popular get as many likes or follows and all this sort of thing and I, I feel like the the way you get your identity is is in Jesus you know and um it's only him he is he gives you purpose in life you know I remember that that point when I gave my life to Jesus I remember thinking literally I said it already what was I doing you know and sometimes you think you know Jesus is there's a, there's a verse it says um in John 10:10 10, 10 in the Bible and it says I have come to give you life and life in its fullness abundant life you know and sometimes it's hard to go against what everyone's doing 
but it's really the best thing you can ever do is to get to know Jesus and he makes your life count he he gives you purpose and um you know and he sees your heart and there's I always think that thing about you know it says man sees the outward appearance but God sees your heart he sees he sees you and he loves you despite all your faults and your failings and uh, that's a that's a powerful love that's not like a, a wet weak soppy love you know it's a powerful we've got a powerful god and and also um yeah just that sometimes we can be a bit on the on the defense about our faith if you're a christian but i think you no know, be offensive about your faith you know talk up jesus we've got a he's 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 a he's the king you know he's the champion he's um he he um went through being beaten and abused and abandoned and misrepresented and um, uh, let down, beaten up like unrecognizable. He was crushed. He was he was treated. He he experienced the most injustice that anyone ever could. Um, so that's and and he came through it. He de- defeated like he overcame. He died. He rose back. To, to life and he's alive changing people's lives in the whole world mm. i think to know that you're you've got brothers and sisters in the whole world who are going through the same thing as you is good to remind yourself you know that you're not alone and this you know get yourself involved in the church get yourself throw yourself in you know basically and you know it says if you want to be great serve if you know we've kind of like i think sometimes especially younger younger generation is is a bit like when it comes to church is like oh yeah consumerist you know what can oh that was a great you know that's a cool worship band or that's got this and that but you know um go and serve and you will find find loads and loads of joy in that and loads of loads of peace serving others and um and humility yeah pride is a big thing in it like mm. trying to be somebody in that but being humble dare to be humble mm. you know and one thing mom and dad um have taught me and all my siblings is to be different or for our left now if that's the one thing I could take away from everything they've ever taught me they've always said be different and don't go along with the crowd um and mom's definitely set a very good example at doing that um and mom is a big evangelizer she can always talk to anyone about God. Like she'll find, mm. she'll find a way to reach someone that um, <laughs> mm. on the street. But um, yeah, and she's a she's a mum to many. So thank you so much for coming on this episode. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been very good. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Love you guys. Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. And next week, we're going to talk about idols. And what we value the most.